0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome into Episode 8 of The History Of, presented by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Wolfie Tash. Today on The History Of... We're going to be looking back into 1988 when Kirk Gibson hit one of the most memorable home runs in Los Angeles Dodgers history. That moment lives on as one of the greatest moments in all of baseball history and every Dodger fan has seen the video of Gibson pumping his arms as he rounds second base after hitting the home run. While the walk off came in game one of the series, it was a moment that helped change the course of history for the entire Dodgers organization. This is the history of Kirk Gibson's iconic World Series home run. The Los Angeles Dodgers were coming off a year that saw them finish with a record of 79-83, 17 games back of their division rivals the San Francisco Giants, and missing the playoffs for the second consecutive year. Coming into the 1988 season, the team had been predicted to finish fourth again and miss the playoffs. However, General Manager Fred Clare and Manager Tommy Lasorda knew something had to change if the Dodgers wanted to get back on top. While the team was able to acquire shortstop Alfredo Griffin along with two relievers, their biggest acquisition came on January 29, 1988, when the team signed free agent outfielder Kirk Gibson. Gibson had spent the previous nine seasons with the Tigers and was known as one of the better players around the league. He was coming off of four consecutive seasons with a 20-20, meaning 20 home runs and 20 stolen bases, and helped the Tigers capture the 1984 World Series title. Gibson was coming to the Dodgers to win, and that was very evident from the first day he stepped onto the field. Gibson felt the Dodgers had the talent to win now, and it was one of the biggest reasons he chose to sign with L.A. instead of signing with Detroit. The Dodgers started off the 1988 campaign by going 27-20 through the first two months of the season, but it wasn't until June when the team really started to get hot. The Dodgers pitching was the driving force in what was leading the team to playing so well, as starters Oral Hershiser, Tim Leary, and Tim Bletcher were leading a five-man staff, while many of the team's bullpen pitchers were playing the best baseballs of their career to this point. Kurt Gibson had also started to get hot at the plate after a slow first two months of the season, and began to lead the team in both home runs and stolen bases. The team went 50-35 and 35 over the next three months, and besides releasing Don Sutton, the team seemed to have everything going their way as they continued to pace the National League in wins. As September rolled around, Oral Hershiser was about to go on one of the greatest runs of all time for any starting pitcher. Between September 5th and September 23rd, Hershiser threw five complete game shutouts and was just nine innings short of the all-time record for most consecutive scoreless innings in a season. Just one day after clinching the division title and making it into the playoffs, Hershiser would break that record by throwing 10 shutout innings in a win versus the San Diego Padres. At the same time, Kirk Gibson was finishing up a season that saw him reach the 2020 plateau for the fifth consecutive year, leading the team in runs, hits, and home runs. At the end of the year, the Dodgers finished with a 94-67 record to win the NL West. Oral Hershiser was named the National League Cy Young winner, going 23-8 with a 2.26 ERA and tossing 15 complete games, while Kirk Gibson took home the Silver Slugger Award and the National League Most Valuable Player Award, hitting 290 with 25 home runs, 76 RBIs, and 31 stolen bases. However, the team was up against a very tough task in the National League Championship Series, as they were taking on the New York Mets, a team that finished 162, and a team that had beaten the Dodgers 10 out of 11 times during the regular season. However, Thanks to a fantastic series from both Gibson and National League Championship Series MVP Oral Hershiser, the Dodgers would upset the Mets in seven games, capped by a complete game shutout in Game 7 from Hershizer. However, the series took quite a toll on the Dodgers as Gibson would injure his knee during Game 7 sliding into second base and not return for the rest of the game. Coming into that 1988 World Series, the Dodgers were heavy underdogs against the powerhouse Oakland Athletics. The A's had finished the season with an MLB-best 104 wins and had just swept the Boston Red Sox in the American League Championship Series. Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire combined for 76 home runs and 223 RBIs on the season. A's manager Tony La Russa was named Manager of the Year, and Dennis Eckersley led the AL in saves with 45 finished 2nd in the AL Cy Young voting, and finished 5th in the AL MVP voting. To make things worse for the Dodgers, just days before Game 1 of the World Series, the team found out that Gibson's injuries were going to prevent him from playing in Game 1 of the World Series and could even cost him the entire series altogether if his knees did not respond to the treatment. Plus, the Dodgers could not use Oral Hershiser in Game 1 due to his workload from the previous series and had no choice but to send rookie Tim Bletcher to the mound to start Game 1 of the World Series. So, without their two best players and going up against the best team in all of baseball, it was clear why the A's entered as heavy favorites not only to win Game 1, but to win the entire series. The Dodgers were able to strike first in Game 1 thanks to an unexpected two-run home run from outfielder Mickey Hatcher. I say unexpected because Hatcher had only had one home run in 88 games in the entire season and was only in the starting lineup to replace the injured Gibson. The A's would respond in the second inning though, as Jose Conseco crushed a grand slam off Bletcher that gave the A's a 4-2 lead. As Gibson watched on from the clubhouse while receiving treatment, he decided he wanted to be out there for his team and informed manager Tommy Lasorda that he was going to be available to pinch hit. Immediately after he told Lasorda, Gibson went down to the clubhouse with Hershiser and began to take batting practice. The Dodgers were able to muster one run in the sixth, but found themselves trailing 4-3 to three in the ninth inning. Then came Dennis Eckersley who had been previously untouchable throughout the playoffs to this point. In the ALCS, Eckersley was named ALCS MVP, as he allowed just one hit across six innings of work, picking up four saves during the four-game sweep of the Red Sox. Eckersley retired the first two batters he faced in the inning. However, his former teammate Mike Davis was able to draw a walk against him. Initially, before the walk, Dave Anderson had come out onto the on-deck circle, And while Eckersley didn't officially walk Davis on purpose, he and the team believed he would have an easier time getting Anderson out due to the fact that Davis had been one of the few players to hit a home run off Eckersley during the regular season. Once Davis drew the walk from Eckersley, Lasorda shocked the 55,000 fans in the stadium and everyone watching on TV by sending Kurt Gibson up to bat. Hall of Fame announcer Vin Scully historically said, quote, and look who's coming up, end quote, as Gibson hobbled his way into the batter's box. Gibson quickly fouled off the first two pitches of the at-bat, putting the Dodgers within one strike of losing the game. However, Gibson would continue to work the count all the way to 3-2. and two. And just before the eighth pitch of the at-bat, Gibson decided to step out of the box and take a deep breath, Just before getting back into the box, Gibson had remembered something that Dodgers scout Mel Didier had told him prior to the series. Gibson had remembered Didier telling the team that Eckersley liked to throw a backdoor slider to left-handed hitters if he found himself in a 3-2 count. So, with this in mind, Gibson stepped back into the box and saw the backdoor slider coming and connected hitting the ball deep into the right-field bleachers for a walk-off two-run home run. The crowd exploded. Tommy was jumping for joy as Gibson began limping around the bases, and as he crossed second base, pumping his fists in what would be one of the most iconic moments in Dodger and baseball history. While it would be the only at-bat Gibson would take in the entire series, That at-bat lit a spark of confidence under the entire Dodgers team, and they would go out and win the World Series in just five games, upsetting the heavily favored Athletics and bringing the Dodgers their sixth World Series title ever and second of the decade. Last year marked the 30th anniversary of that magical moment. However, today's Dodger fans are still waiting for their moment to be able to celebrate a World Championship. The team has come closer than they have in the past 30 years during the last two seasons. However, they have come up short in both the 2017 and 2018 World Series. But if you were to ask me today how I feel about this year's Dodger team, I'd tell you they feel different from those past two teams that lost the World Series. They carry themselves differently. They go about their work differently. They seem more focused than ever, now knowing what it tastes like to be on the grandest stage of them all and having to walk away empty-handed two consecutive years. So, hopefully for Dodger fans out there, this team will be able to seal the deal this year and do what Gibson, Hershiser, and the rest of the 1988 team was able to do, and that is bring a World Series title back to the city of Los Angeles. Thank you all so much for listening today. Be sure to check out the next episode of The History Of, coming soon. And check out the Believe Podcast Network for other great sports podcasts like this one. I'm Wolfie Tash, and you've been listening to The History Of on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one home for sports podcasts.